I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Ethan Millard. I'm filling in for Boyd today. Thanks so much for joining us. I've just had the best time. And uh, you, I'm going to share with you some numbers, okay? And you may, you may know these, right? You may know this. And you may have already known this. But uh, in the, at the close of the 2021 academic year, women made up almost 60% of college students and, and men made up 40%. That's according to enrollment data from the National Student Clearinghouse. Student Clearinghouse. Uh, here's something else to kind of piggyback on that. Uh, there are 1.5 million fewer students at U.S. colleges and universities today than there were five years ago. 71% of that decline is men basically leaving that pipeline. Uh, we're going to bring on, uh, to kind of talk through this, Kelly Pierce is the producer for Inside Sources and has some unique insights uh, into this. But, Kelly, I guess, you know, just starting at the basic level, we've always known that for some time now there have been more women than men at universities. It's not – that part is not new. It's the size of that gap now that I think is starting to attract a lot of people's attention. Yeah, absolutely. And it's actually putting focus, of course, on just the school system in general, because my mother was a teacher for 40 years. She was an elementary school teacher. And how classrooms today are structured versus when she was teaching are very different and kind of, in her opinion, and I definitely share this, really disadvantage boys and make them not want to go for that education. So what is it that uh, that we're doing now with, with schools that that um, what's the word I'm looking well that that disadvantages boys well I think classrooms are now kind of structured where it really benefits girls Um, you know you have to sit quietly do reading work things that are really natural to girls you know being a girl I absolutely identify with that but um, as my mom always said you know boys are really climbing the walls right so Mm -hmm. she used to kind of set up her classroom where there'd be kind of rotating centers where there would be reading work there'd be writing work but there'd also be activities and more hands-on stuff so it gets as many kids as possible engaged in the process right you know there's something else uh, that i thought was interesting from this wall street journal uh article that we've been reading today um and that is that they, they call this the dirty little secret in American higher education, and that is across the countries, universities have been for some time been giving preferential, um, what's the word I'm looking for, treatment to men to increase the number of men coming to the university. In fact, in so they're they're basically it's a it's it's affirmative action for for men to get those numbers up, which I think is. That's crazy to me. I'd never heard of that before. I hadn't either, but it makes a ton of sense. And also that they don't really want to promote that because, you know, universities are very famously into um, being a little more on the liberal side. Sure. um, And so that's seen by a lot of students that are there as, you know, helping out the privilege, quote unquote. But, you know, you 
yeah. guys are falling behind. <laughs> well, and that's so amazing too, is because um, you know so many men can be so so angered by things like affirmative action. For them to know that it probably played a role in their successful admittance to university, that's boy, that's a that's a plot twist, isn't it? Absolutely, that's a plot twist. But I think ultimately we have to kind of step back and say, okay, it's it's not wrong to learn another way. And you've, yeah. if you take it, uh, you know, just take the gender thing out of it. Kids tend to learn in all kinds of different ways. Everyone has a different way of processing information, and I think the schools. I, I definitely from my mom's experience, you know, before they used to be a lot more open to that. And now it's like one way. Now we have to test all the time. And it's a very different way of learning only suited to so many people. You know, when I saw this uh, headline, I'm going to share with you what my very first reaction was when I saw this headline from the Wall Street Journal. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a great article. The headline is this. And, and it's and it, it it's it's got a big photo of a young man. You know, sitting in his bedroom, looking morose. From 2003. <laughs> and it says, yeah, I'm right. I know I noticed that too. It's a pretty hilarious style there. But it says the title, the headline was, A Generation of American Men Give Up on College. And then it has a quote, I just feel lost. And when I saw that, I thought, oh, brother, will you please get a grip? Just... If you're going to go to college, go to college, for goodness sakes. I've, I've never once kind of considered myself to be in a situation where something would be held back from me. I've, I've never, ever had that experience. I know other people do. Is that an unfair reaction on my part to tell that young man to just, will you please snap out of it? Well, you have a different experience, I think, in the educational pipeline, and I know I did, than the generation that's kind of coming up a little bit after us. So I I don't think that's wrong. It's just maybe not um, matching the experience of certain people, you know. And so I think it it's just a blind blind spot in just an American life anyway. And also, I think it's a good jumping out point where it's like, okay, it's not wrong to go into the trades. That's another thing that I thought when I read this, where it's like, okay, they're not getting a degree but no one's really saying like, hey, are you, you know, interested in becoming a plumber? Like mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. And you make tons of money. Oh, yeah. There's an enormous amount of money to make in in careers and professions like that, uh, in in skilled professions like that. But but I guess fundamentally kind of what I'm asking is, is this real or is this men as a gender having to come to terms with things aren't being handed to us anymore. There's not a pipeline. It used to be the male pipe. It used to be men went this, 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 this. And we were kind of served it up, right? And you do this, then you do this, then you become this. And now we've got to compete, right? Now we've got to compete with women. And look how bummed out we are that it's it's not being delivered to us in the way it was. Oh, sure. There's what a am I not? In- what am I not? That, that honestly, I'm, I'm having that reaction. I'm having a very bad reaction to this. <laughs> no, I a mean a very negative one. It's not. I mean, there's definitely the entitlement thing going on. So I, I don't think you're completely wrong. But I kind of think back to um, feminists in the '70s would talk about you know the school structure being skewed towards guys. Uh-huh. You know, even in terms of the the things that you would read were very masculine driven. You know, and yeah. so this the. I think this is happening in the opposite direction now. Hmm. So that was what I took out of it. And definitely, of course, 
uh, with my mom's experience being informed. So it, it's like you can't have it skewed to guys. I don't think you should have it skewed to girls. You know, you need to have all and take the gender out of it. All types of learners. So in or, so so you think and and I guess maybe I should be open to this. That in opening the door wider for women in academia and in the professional world across all of America, um, we've accidentally just swung just a little too far. Right. And again, I would take the gender out of it completely. I'd just say there's all types of learners. People learn in so many different ways. So I think we're just kind of saying, okay, you have to memorize all this stuff by rote. You have to read quietly. And that's not everyone. That's not how yeah. everyone processes information. So I think maybe if we took, the, the, again, the gendered thing out of it and really looked at a whole spectrum, I think we'd have a lot more kids considering the idea of college if they want to, not excluding themselves. And then also think about, okay, you know, bring back shop class because there are kids that just they're extremely smart, but they don't like to read a book. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, my daughter would love shop class. Yeah, uh, she really honestly would. Um, well, you know, this is this is really interesting. I'd never really considered any of this. Um, I just and my first reaction was, come on, guys, you've got to compete with women. Get over it. Just, you know, get in there, do hard work and you'll be fine. Your future will be fine. And I and I still think that, although if we get down to the nuance, especially of education policy, well, maybe there's maybe there's some some room to take a, a little bit of a larger view. So. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of stuff in there. It's a, it's a really interesting piece if you guys want to check it out in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, in the meantime, though, guys, um, if you think that the decks are stacked against you, I know a lot of guys do think that the decks are stacked against them. Well, then I invite you to work harder. I mean, isn't that what being an American man is all about? Or you could uh, melt like a snowflake like the guy did on the on the cover of this Wall Street Journal article. <laughs> He's just so bummed out. So bummed out. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.